Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five. We're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! We back. It's the pregame show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's yours truly, Joe Spadoni. It's Monday. Giants take the L yesterday, but win the series. They're for real. They improved to 44 and 34. Top dog in the wild card over the Los Angeles Dodgers. I should say half game up over them, but I digress. They're hot. En fuego, whatever you want to say. Luis Matos, first Major League home run. The youth movement is in full effect. And maybe we thought Casey Schmidt was going to be that dude. He still might be. But I know Patrick Bailey is for real. That guy is going to be the catcher for the San Francisco Giants at least for the next five years. At least. I'm confident in that. And I'm confident in you participating in the show today at 888-957-9570. That is the number to call or text. 888-957-9570. The Comcast Business text line is always open. You could also be sure to download that Odyssey app if you're not in your car, if you're walking around, if you're just getting ready for school, getting ready for work, getting off work. Download that bad boy. Favorite 95.7 The Game for all your Giants, Warriors, Niners coverage, anything you can think of. Hell, for all your Chris Paul coverage now, yeah, that that happened, by the way. Chris Paul's still a Golden State Warrior. The weekend didn't change anything about that. They had a graphic up in uh, yesterday's Sunday night baseball game between the Dodgers and the Houston Astros. Houston ended up winning that game in extras. Dodgers scuffling. But you saw the graphic. It was... Whatever it was, 10-time All-Star, how many of them? And then it was also Warriors guard. What? Chris Paul? That guy? 
Yeah. He's still a Golden State Warrior. Get used to it, folks, at 888-957-9570. And also, be sure to stream us live on Twitch and YouTube. We are up and streaming live right now. Good morning to all you beautiful, beautiful people. Search 95.7 The Game. Like, subscribe, all that. I want to know who your MVP of the weekend was. It is an MVP Monday here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. So who won the weekend? And you can give me some of your LVPs, because some people, huh, they did not win the weekend. Some teams did not win the weekend. Some teams got blown out so badly that we had to go back to our history books to see how badly this one was going to end for a team like the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, that team got popped by the Los Angeles Angels. What was it, 25? They had a 13-run inning. 13. Oh, my God. Every single member of that team had a hit in an RBI. It's pretty ridiculous. I think that's the third time that happened in the Angels' history. So, Angels, the entire team, might be the MVP of this past weekend. 25-1. to It's almost more embarrassing to get the one run... I feel like it is. If it was 25 nothing, it's like, eh, you know. Just uh, burn the tape, folks. But the one run, it really just makes it chef's kiss so much more funnier. And then you could go into yesterday's game. It was yesterday. LSU versus Florida. College World Series. And listen, I'm not a huge College World Series guy. Never really have been. College baseball, eh. I, I, why are they using metal bats? I, this is a conversation I always ask. Why are we using metal bats in college? If the point is to get to the pros, maybe that's not the point. But we're trying to simulate that product. Why aren't we using metal bats? Oh, some of those guys aren't as strong as the pros. Uh, they're not going to hit the home run. So what? Metal bats are for high school, and that's it. Hell, in high school, I think we should be wooden, wooden bats. Pre-high school, metal's fine. I understand there's a money aspect. The trees, I get it. We're growing more trees, aren't we? I hope we are. We need those things to survive, people. Hug the trees. 888-957-9570. Who was your MVP of this past weekend? Florida destroys LSU yesterday. Just a couple of major, major wins as they went 24-3. And we were talking about in the chat... Uh, sitting around certain games, right, in certain sports. And Sam Lubman, producer extraordinaire of uh, the Morning Roast and host of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Joe Shiasky, be sure to download that bad boy for all of your Giants coverage. Download the Odyssey app. Find him on YouTube everywhere you go. Sam Lubman doing a hell of a job. But we were talking about, would you stay through a game like that if your team was getting out by 20-plus runs and it was early? And I gave him three options. You're only staying in games like that, especially baseball games, because if it's a basketball, if it's you know football, there's time. You know you got time to leave later on. With baseball, there is no time. Pitch clock helps, but you could be there for another three hours at that point. Also, I'd be interested to see the time on those games, actually. How long do those take? We'll get on that. But there's only three little things of why you're staying in a game like that. You're trying to get laid, 
trying to party or just trying to get drunk if your team's getting popped by 20 runs more. Or you're doing all three. That's really the only way you're staying through a slaughter like that. So the Angels and the uh, Florida Gators, they smash their respective opponents. What do you do in a game in which your team's getting blown out like that? Do you leave? Do you just hang out? Do you get drunk? Trying to mac? You just sit there and wallow in pain just on your phone. What do you do at 888-957-9570? Good morning to all of you beautiful people on Twitch and YouTube. Brandon, Lonnie, G. Cordoba. Morning, Spadoni. Trace Jackson Davis, better than Draymond Green. That's Lonnie. <laughs> Pajemski got that Manu Ginobili game in him. Let's relax, people. Let's relax. I always love draft comps, though. It's so funny. He's got, you know, he's got a little bit of Draymond. He's got, you know, he's got a little bit of Larry Bird in him. Let's relax. All right. Future Hall of Famers. And it's always funny. Uh, we do the white guy comparisons every time. So Pajemski, he's got a lot of Steve Nash in his game, right? I I guess a lot of Manu Ginobili. Uh, may, maybe I don't, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of Larry Britton. Stop. All right, that's enough out of you. It's also enough out of Blake Sable as the Giants take a five-two loss yesterday. They won the series, but the D-backs salvage it. And they remain tops of the NL West, 47 and 32. Just two and a half up. It's just, the Giants keep coming, man. They just keep coming, but yesterday, the hits did not keep on coming. Shout out, Smash Mouth. And Blake Sable had one of the worst mistakes I've seen in quite some time on the Bates Pass. Take a listen. Off the end of the bat. That's going to end the inning. Great call there by Dwayne Kuyper and Mike Kruko, NBC Sports Bay Area. I need that one more time. The oh no by Mike Kruko in the background. If if Dwayne wasn't talking over that part, and it's his job. I'm not crushing Dwayne here. He's a play-by-play guy. He has to be describing the call. But if there was just some silence and then the oh no, that would have been in the 95-7 the game drop Hall of Fame. And I'm a guy that plays most of the drops here on the station. Let's play that one more time and check Kruko's oh no in the background just to really settle in just how poor of a mistake this was by Blake Sable. Off the end of the bat. Fair ball! Watch out! Now that Sable's overrun Oh no! Mike Kruko. Just a treasure there. It was a bad mistake. Runners on first and second, two outs, bottom of the eighth. You're looking to rally, trying to tie the game. Get a little cue shot there, down the left field line. And you thought, and Blake Sable thought, hey, if that gets past the runner, we're going to tie this game up. we got a chance to win this thing. Steal it. Kept his head down, wasn't looking up, overran the base paths, so much so that they have time to collect it, throw him out, looked awful, and that was basically the game at that point. Here's Sable after the game talking about his flub. 
Might have that ball was getting down the line. Yeah, that been bugged or it had knocked it down, and you didn't just didn't see that it had gone down the line. Yeah, from my angle, um, you know, I saw him leave his feet, um, and he didn't get up right away. Um, the crowd got loud. I assumed it got through. So, just in, I was, you know, I'm a pretty aggressive base runner. I was probably a little over aggressive there. Uh, I was trying to. I thought I got through. Maybe had a chance to score, tie up the game. Um, so I had my head down, rounding second. When I picked my head up, I was looking to the outfield towards, uh, I think Corbin was out there, right? Um, and saw him running by the line, but didn't pick up the ball. So then finally picked up third when I was already already over halfway there. Uh, August still laying on the ground this whole time. And I thought, maybe foul ball. <laughs> and then, then that's when it hit me. I was like, well, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so, you know, um, got to learn from it. But, yeah. My takeaway from it is, you know, probably a little over aggressive there. Um, you know, just keep your keep keep my head up and make sure I pick up the third base coach and see JD in front of me because he was stayed up there. I probably would have stayed a second, obviously, if I picked him up early enough. Should have been playing "Keep Your Head Up" by Tupac in the background. There, heard some music there. Blake Sable after the game discussing his mistake. And yeah, listen, it was a mistake. These things happen. You don't really see it happen at this level often, but it happens. And it cost them the game. And that's been something that the Giants have done a very, very good job at this season. Limiting the silly mistakes. It's something that plagued them all through last season. Dumb mental errors. On the Bates pads. Uh, fielding. All those things. That they've cleaned up. And i got to give credit to Gabe Kapler and his staff for doing that. Because for the most part, it hasn't cost them this season like it did yesterday. Now, something to monitor as the season goes on. Still a long ways to go. And you hope that wasn't a sign of things to come. I don't think it was. Probably just a one-off. But again, it just shows how fine the line is of winning in that league. In the pros. Teams capitalize off of mistakes. And listen, Diamondbacks tacked on another run. And that was basically it at that point. And they win 5-2, to two, and they lead two and a half games over the San Francisco Giants in the NL West. We've heard from Sable. Here's the skipper on Sable's boneheaded flub there. So I've watched the play several times, uh, talked to Blake about it. He runs around second base as he's supposed to. So he attacks second base hard with his head up, puts his head down around second base, looks up and sees Longo on the grass, right? He also hears the crowd getting really loud, and he's making the assumption that the ball's down the left field line in his brain he's thinking about scoring he's a very very aggressive base runner he has been the entire season for us you know i may be a little bit over aggressive i think if there was any feedback to give blake that would be it also young developing player that's ran the bases very well for us so far come up in some huge spots for us he doesn't even have a chance to do that unless he draws a big walk so look we can't make those type of base running errors it happens often it's really going to hurt us I also think it's kind of fair to give Blake uh, the benefit of the doubt here, call it a very aggressive and perhaps over-aggressive base running mistake, but not make too much of it, turn the page and get ready for Toronto. Gabe Kapler there on Blake Sable. Shout out John Dickinson, super reporter for us here, 95.7 The Game, boots on the ground there. Thanks, John, for grabbing that sound after the game. Him and Lubman doing a hell of a job here representing 95.7 The Game. Him, Lubman. E-Dog, Evan Giddings, Whitley, all these peeps here at 95.7. We're worldwide, baby. We're at all the games. National, international. Eh, 
Have you been to an international game here at the station? We'll check on that one. What's going on right now internationally? We had baseball internationally. We had, what was it? Cardinals? Was that Cubbies? It's always Cardinals-Cubs, right? Is that what's going to represent us, the Chicago Cubs? Show me the Giants out there. Giants D-backs. I'm sure the players are happy they didn't have to go. That's one of them, especially in baseball. It's it's simple enough for football. I mean, you got a week of preparation. Obviously, you got the one game, and then you get to go home. But baseball, you got three games there. Jet lag, all that. And it's not like you had the whole week in preparation for it. You had, what, one off day, I'm sure? If you're the Cubs and the Cardinals? That must have been an adjustment. I wonder how that played out in jolly old London. Cardinals and the Cubs taking on over there. Cardinals, by the way. 32 and 45. It's just still hard to believe the Cardinals are so bad. And speaking of bad, I was talking about this in the chat at the Morning Roast with Bonte Shasky and Lubman. And you can join the conversation at 888-957-9570 and also on Twitch and YouTube. Good morning to Morali, MDK1, Nicole, Luis Robertson. Appreciate you guys chiming in at this hour of the day. But I was just checking out the standings. And the central... Both NL and AL are so bad. (laughs) They're awful. The AL Central, the Twins are leading it. They're one game over. The Chai Sox are six games back of the lead, and they're 11 games under 500. It's pretty remarkable. Juxtapose that with the NL Central. You got Cincinnati, Red Hot Cincinnati. Cooled off a little bit, lost their last two to the Braves. That happens. Braves are pretty freaking good, if you haven't noticed. 15-27 there over in Hotlanta. But Cincinnati's leading that division by a half game. They're four games over. And the Cardinals aren't even out of it. Here to uh, Nolan Arenado and uh, Paul Goldschmidt over this past weekend. They were on with like, MLB Network talking to all the people. Lauren Shahadi, Mark DeRosa, Robert Flores, and all those guys. And they're like, yeah, we're not out of it. We feel like we're just a one stretch, good stretch away. And they are. They're 13 games under 500, but only eight and a half back. Which is not the craziest thing I've ever heard of. A team eight and a half back and making a run at it. Not even close. And you would expect a team like the Reds to fade. Maybe they're a little in over their skis right now over there in Cincinnati. Milwaukee, they haven't been impressive. Cubs, eh. Pirates, they've turned back into the Pirates. Or one and nine in their last ten, so it's going to be a very interesting trade deadline for some of these teams. Like I just mentioned, the White Sox, and if you're a team like the Giants and you're looking at a guy like Giolito, hell, a Dylan Cease, if you're the White Sox, and let's say at the trade deadline you are, I don't know, six or seven games under five hundred, so not a very good team. But you're only like three games behind the divisional lead. What do you do there? Do do you like tell yourselves like, man, this just isn't a good team. I still think we need to sell. Or are you saying, man, we're right there. Are we? Do we need to add something? So it's very interesting to see what's going to happen with that team as it pertains to some of the others that are looking to buy. How many buyers are there going to be if some of these division races are that tight? And there's only, like, listen, the only teams I know that are going to be selling 
for sure right now, Kansas City, and you got some names out there in KC. Scott Barlow, you got, man, Salvi Perez going to stay there. You got some names to think about over in Kansas City. Sucks that my guy Vinny Poascantino is out for the year. Vinny Paz, some call him. Those are the no-no. Sam Lubman, it's my boy. Oakland, they're out of it. RAs, plucky A's. They got a win over the weekend. But they're 20 and 60. That's not happening. And then you think of Washington Nationals, they're done. So that's three teams and then Colorado. Four teams right there. Those are the four that I know are selling. Everyone else? Huh? Maybe? That makes it that much more. What's the word I'm looking for? Dicey for some of these buyers. Like the Giants. You don't want to get into a bidding war if you're Farhan Zaidi. And Farhan's sharp enough to know that. He's not listening. For a guy like Shane Bieber, he's not going to get into it with a team like the Yankees. Or, let's say, a team like the Mets or anything like that. Hell, the Braves. He's not getting in a, uh, a, a Shane Bieber bidding war for a guy like that. A Dylan Cease. No, 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 no. no. And like I just mentioned, I don't even know if those guys are going to be selling because Cleveland's two games back. I mean, some of these teams are going to. Some of these front offices are going to say, listen, we're not a good team. This is, I don't care if we're only a couple games back. We're this amount of games under 500. This is not a good squad. We're going to blow some things up here. That will happen. Which teams will it happen with? I am not sure. Because as I just mentioned, damn near every team outside of four still has a shot in this thing. Got some time before the trade deadline, I know. And maybe things will get clear. But as it stands today, the Central stink. And the AL East, by the way, every single team in that division is over 500. And the Red Sox, at 40-39, and 39, are in last and they'd be tied for first in the Central. And they're 13 games back in their own division. It's just, divisions are wild. But hey, it is what it is. I like it like that. Some people want like division realignment, like you reseed based on record throughout the conference. Nah, throughout the league. I don't like that. Because then we don't have moments like we had with the Beastquake, the Seahawks, the Saints. We don't get moments like that, 7-9 and nine versus... Saints defending champions at that point? I think they might have been. Then we only moments like that. So, 888-957-9570. What will the Giants do? Do they need to do anything right now? They look for real, but it feels like, to me anyways, on the outside looking in, they're uh, maybe a pitcher or two away from being legit World Series contenders. The offense, I have no problems with. Could they use a bat here? Maybe, but who's, who's going to be out there? Like, I'm looking at the young guys on this lineup. I want to see them develop more. I don't want to see some old retread. No. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Bailey, from Matos, from Estrada. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Do they need another bullpen arm? Maybe. That bullpen's been pretty damn good the last month. Pretty damn good. Duvall. He's a lock all-star. So I just look at the starting pitching. Outside of Logan Webb, who are you trusting? Like, come playoff him. Who are you really trusting? Alex Cobb? Okay. 
Having a good year. Very good year. Come playoff time, not so sure. We thought Kevin Gosman was having a good year a couple years ago. What happened there? Fell off. Now, splitter, it's filthy. But when guys are sitting on it, turned out it wasn't that filthy. So you got Webb, you got Cobb, and outside of that, DiScalfani. Yesterday, again, he limited the damage. Is that what we're going to keep seeing with uh, with Disco? God, he's, you know, he's, he's grinding out there. He's limiting the damage, and he's a Paisan. I love the guy. But do you trust him down the stretch? Alex Wood, yikes. He got lucky we didn't talk about him in that performance against San Diego because he got... Chris freaking Paul to the Warriors, and we'll discuss that more on the other side here. Promise you that. Chris Paul's Golden State Warriors, folks. It's just... I just have to laugh sometimes. It's just it's hard to wrap my brain around the most hated guy in Warriors fandom in the last decade. You gotta root for him. You gotta. You're a Warriors fan. I know it's hard. You deal with Richard Sherman. The Seahawks 49ers ties. You'll deal with Chris Paul as much as you hate the idea of him, he helps win you a game. Oh, man, Chris, I liked you all the way, buddy. Never doubted you, bud. You're my guy. You know what? Charlie, you can get that Chris Paul jersey for Christmas. Really, Dad? Sure, sport. That's what's going to happen. Let's relax. It always happens like that. I'm a Kobe guy. Lakers, you guys know that. When LeBron came to town, oh, God. Well, it's LeBron. You know what? Maybe he is better than Kobe. Oh, he won a title. Oh, you know, it's easier to say that. When he starts winning for your team, it always is easier to embrace him. Now, how's that going to look? Got some interesting sound from uh, Draymond Green in regards to Chris Paul. He was uh, with All the Smoke podcast a few years ago. And uh wonder if his thoughts have changed since then. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We'll discuss that on the other side. We'll continue to take your calls and texts at 888-957-9570 on the Comcast Business text line. 408. 
Joe, you need an intro phrase. I feel like I kind of have a little intro phrase, Sammy. I say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That's my thing. That's my tagline here on the pregame show. That's my thing. I don't, I'm not an oh baby guy. That's Bonte. I'll let him do that. I'm not an oh yes. I'm not a what's happening or what's shaking. No, that's not me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's everyone. We're inclusive here. What we like to say here on the pregame show is we're the appetizer to the main course that is the rest of the shows. We're the tapas, if you will. Whatever else appetizer in any other language, whatever you guys are in the Japanese market, that's what we are. A little street fair, street food. That's what we are here on the pregame show. So we're the chips and salsa, the spinach dip, and the bread bowl. We're the dolmas. What else we got? The loaf of sourdough sliced up with the oil and vinegar. Oh, I can eat that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's how I know I'm Italian. I can just eat that. Give me some bread. Give me some balsamic. Give me some oil. I'm good. And sometimes, we like to say here on the pregame show, sometimes that appetizer, remember that more than the main course. Huh. What do you think about that? Steiny goo. Morning roast. Willard dibs. Huh. What do you think about that? Oh, YouTube chat. I love you guys. 888-957-9570. Still can't believe it. Spadoni, what's good? Ted DiBiase. Let's go. Million dollar man. Money, 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 money. We're all about doing numbers here on the 957 The Game. We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. We're going to hear from Draymond Green. We're going to hear from Chris Paul. And we're going to hear from you at 888-957-9570. Yes, That thing that happened last week is still a thing. Chris Ball is still a warrior. And how's that going to work going forward? Jordan Poole is a wizard. How is it all going to happen? And Are we still in disbelief, Warriors fans, on 95.7 The Game? Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Not quite Ted DiBiase's intro, but we'll take it. Money in the bank. Shout what you drank. I'm drinking coffee and my Mio infused water here on the pregame show, Joe Spadoni. Welcome in, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. See, I say that. That's my tagline. Comcast business text line. I'm no baby guy, right? Leave that to the professionals. Leave that to Bonte Hill. We'll be on here in about 27 minutes. Joe Shasky will join me next segment for the crossover as he does each and every Monday through Friday. Get his thoughts on the weekend. Who was his MVP on an MVP Monday? Who was yours? 888-957-9570. It was not Blake Sable. Was it Keegan Bradley winning the Travelers Championship this past week? It was cute. His son, little baby boy, ran out into the course, gave him a hug. That was sweet. So Keegan Bradley. By the way, is everyone giving out jackets now? When you just win regular, you know, PGA Tour events, we have each jacket. Is we're just going to copy the Masters? Like I know they have that one where it's like like a checkered or something. I don't know if that's for Arnold Palmer. Shaskill, let me know. He knows all the events. But and let's leave the jackets to just Augusta, please, please. Unless it's the gold jacket. What was that? The uh, just the open at Happy Gilmore. God, I love Happy Gilmore. So good. <laughs> 
That's two thus far, Shooter. How good you can count. 888-957-9570. The pregame show is live and streaming on Twitch and YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe there. Good morning to Ernie Chavez. Best 5 a.m. show in the Bay. You know it, Earn Dog. Ernie! Were you supposed to come into studio last week? We need Ernie in studio. I didn't, I didn't get to meet you at the summit. Um, I was watching the Lakers' funeral that day, unfortunately, so wasn't at Buon Vino. Obviously, hell of a turnout there. But, Erndog, we need to get you in studio, bro. We need to get Nicole in here. We need to get, who else we got in here? Brandon. We need to get all the P1s in here. Because you guys are the real blue bloods. You're, you're hitting me up at 5 a.m. You don't got to help me out talking to me at 5 a.m.? No, 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 no. What you guys do anyways? I appreciate you. And I appreciate you downloading the Odyssey app and favoriting 95.7 The Game. Like and subscribe. All of that. All right. Talking about Chris Paul. And yes, he's still a Golden State Warrior, folks. That wasn't make-believe. It happened. It was real. Here's Traymond Green. And this came across my timeline. This is via the All the Smoke podcast, Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes. And this is Draymond Green, a couple years ago, talking about Chris Paul. Let's take a listen. Ah, wrong one. Now let's take a listen. I don't like CP at all. Like, we don't have a good relationship at all, but I respect his hustle and I respect his IQ. He's smart as hell. Wow. And, uh, um, and, and CP was kind of using, like, CP saw stuff coming up. And, you know, once you start to get older in this league, you start to realize, like, okay, this guy is coming. Eventually, he may catch me because I'm going to start to decline at some point. And so I would kind of see CP kind of keeping stuff at bay, but yet giving him a, a stiff arm at the same time. Now, Steph, mm-hmm. you know, Steph mm-hmm. ain't, you know, Steph is Steph. Like, we all love Steph, right? He ain't cut, like, he ain't got the street part to him. And so. He ain't confrontational at all. He ain't yeah, confrontational. Exactly. And so for, with me coming from where I come from and the way I grew up, I'm kind of watching like, yo, he kind of rock with you, Steph, but he kind of don't. He kind of keeping you at bay. And so I, I took it upon myself to try to create <laughs> division there. Okay. That was Draymond a couple years ago. Do you think his opinions changed on CP3? That kind of analysis makes me feel like that's just who he thinks he is at that point. That's ingrained in him. Now, if he gets paid by the Warriors and he'll play nice and all that sort of stuff, which is, which is why it's fascinating. If Draymond does resign here, Chris Paul is a polar opposite to Jordan Poole. But one thing he has in common clearly is he gets on Draymond Green's damn nerves. You just think of Chris Paul, six foot. Jordan Poole, what is he, six five? Think of the athleticism. Chris Paul doesn't have that. Jordan Poole does. Think of the shot, the sauce, the <laughs> as Guru likes to say. That's all JP. You think of the IQ, polar opposites. Chris Paul, one of the smartest players on the court. You just heard it from Draymond there. Elite basketball IQ. Knowing where to be on the floor, on defense, on offense, everything in between. Jordan Poole, God bless him, hasn't got that part of the game yet. So they're complete opposites when it comes to on the court players. But the relationship aspect, 
could be pretty damn similar. Getting on Draymond's nerves. And is, is Draymond going to re-sign with the Warriors? That's another thing. Is he? The longer this goes on, the more I'm just like, oh, I'm not sure. Now, it could happen that when free agency opens, was that this Friday, legal tampering, whatever the hell the term is, whenever that period opens, we could find out that they come to an agreement right away and it is what it is. Okay. But how's it all going to look? Is there another move left up the Warriors' sleeve with Dunleavy, with Lakeubs, and Co.? It feels like there should be, because just on the surface, bringing Chris Paul in, getting rid of Jordan Poole, and PBJ, and Ryan Rollins, adding Pajemski, and Davis, adding those guys, eh, doesn't really give me hope after what I saw with the Warriors getting ousted in the playoffs last postseason. 888-957-9570. Good morning to all of you on Twitch and YouTube. Tony2023 is chiming in. I can't stand CP3 either, but he is on the team now. Unless they trade him before the season starts. He can help the young players like Kaminga pick and roll. Remember Lob City? Absolutely. It's possible. It's possible. But man, the drama... I just, the chaos. This is what I was talking about last week. I need some chaos in my life. I am not emotionally invested in this team at all. So damn it, just be interesting. And yes, they're Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Steve Kerr. What's his contract situation? There's so many different storylines in this team. Mike Dunleavy Jr., one of the most hated Warriors of all time as a player. Now the general manager. So many storylines. How's the egos going to get involved with Bob Myers out of the building? But adding Chris Paul to the situation is like adding kerosene, adding charcoal, whatever you want, to the fire, to the flames. Whew! So excited. So damn excited. Hey, Draymond, how'd you feel about Chris Paul again? I don't like CP at all. Like- there you go. Doesn't like him at all. And remember, here's what CP3 had to say just last week on being traded to the Warriors. What is your reaction to being traded to Golden State today? Um, excited. <laughs> I ain't got that question. I don't know how many times already, so I'm, I'm really excited. You uh, spoke with Steph, it sounds like, already, and how did that go? It was, it was good, yeah. What do you think your uh, role will be on that team? Uh, to help us win games. <laughs> I don't like CP at all. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. I can't wait. 888-957-9570. We're going to take one more break. Come on back. Do the Warriors need to make another move? Is this going to blow up in their face? Is Draymond coming back? There's so many questions. And I got one more for you here before we hit this break. This is a tease. Ten years ago, one of the most outrageous things I've ever seen happened in sports. And it wasn't on the field. It was off of it. We'll discuss that on the other side. This is the pregame show. Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. A little 
Little Wu-Tang to get your week started here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. Welcome in. Just joining us. Good morning. Just getting off work, getting ready, getting ready for school, getting ready for a the week prior to a holiday week, up 4th of July next week. Should be fun. Be safe out there. I hate fireworks. I'll get more into that next week. They suck. They're so overrated. Especially in Oakland. Too many of them, please, for the love of God. I'm just trying to sleep. With my nine-month-old and my puppy that's freaked out by all the barking and screaming now. Come on. Freaked out by Blake Sable's Bates running. Say that. Bad mistake there. That leads to a Giants L. Win the series, but lose yesterday. They're two and a half off the NL West. Half game over the Dodgers. Second wild card spot in the NL. And they're for real. Remember that segment? I don't know if they still do it. Are you for realia? Rich Aurelia on the NBC Sports Bay Area. They're for realia. Now, what does that mean? That means I expect them now to make the playoffs. That's what that means. Winning it? Nah. We'll see. It's a crapshoot, as Billy Bean likes to say when it comes to the Major League Baseball playoffs. But if they could add a pitcher, just one, I would feel pretty damn good about their three-man rotation. Webb, Cobb, fine with, for the most part. More so Logan Webb than Cobb. We'll see how the second half shakes out here. But those two guys have been consistent start to finish so far. DeSclafani? Oh, it scares me. It scares me. Got kind of hit up yesterday. I know the final score, his stat line wasn't awful. A lot of contact, a lot of hard contact being made against Anthony DiSclefani. I love my Paisans. The Stallions. But even I, he's got a little... When it comes to him, he's getting paid like a three. And he hasn't been producing like it. So what does that mean for the Giants? Heading into the trade deadline, there's a month away. And there's only four teams I can count right now that are truly out of it. If you just look at the standings, the A's, they're done. Royals, they're done. Rockies, done. And Washington Nationals. That's four teams. Everyone else? Everyone else? Is Joe Shasky to join me here for the crossover with a concerned look on his face as it regards to the mic? But everyone else, they're in it. Even... The St. Louis Cardinals, who just won yesterday in London, weird. They're 13 games under, they're eight and a half back. They can win that division. The Chicago White Sox are 11 games under, they're six games back in their own division. And what does that mean for a team like the Giants, who's trying to go after maybe a guy like a Giolito, a Dylan Cease? If the White Sox are six or seven under come August 1st, and they're like, hey, we're only two games back in the division, do they even sell? As Joe Shasky joins me here, Joe, what do you think about that? All these teams still that the Giants could be pursuing a pitcher from, but they're still technically in it. I know they were a month away, so maybe we're looking a little forward here. But let's say like that scenario I just brought up. The White Sox are eight games under five hundred, but they're two off the lead. Do they even think about selling? You want the most mild of common sense takes? Sure. The Giants need at least one or two starters. No, the Giants might need three. Oh, there you go. You, uh, you trust Alex Wood? 
No, no, no. I trust oh. I trust Webb and Cobb, and that's it. Okay, and even Cobb could <laughs> fade at any he moment, could. right? Which is totally fair to, <laughs> yeah. to, to say if you want to play the other yeah. side of it. Uh, the, the, here's the thing. They are 3-23 and 23 when they score three or fewer runners. 3-23. Mm. and 23. Not great. I it, like the offense, though. No, I love yeah. the offense, but what, what that tells me is they need a pitcher to keep them in these games, right? They, they need a couple of guys to go out there in, in starting rotation. And so here's what my plan would be. Mid-level starter, some rando, uh, you know, I, I referenced Jack Flaherty the other day, right? Some rando like him, you get him hopefully dirt cheap. I'm sure everyone's in on him, but you get someone like that. And maybe you overpay slightly, fine. Then you go get a top-line guy, a Giolito, a Bieber, whatever. Now, this seems very aggressive. And then the third prong is Kyle Harrison. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be that guy for this team? Bring him yeah. up in a couple of weeks, like yeah. right. So, so now, now when the rookie makes his entrance into this rotation, he's like the fourth or fifth option, yeah. right, coming in here. And if you get anything from Alex Wood, great, it's gravy. If Cobb continues to to roll, great, it's gravy. You know, right now Logan Webb's about the only sure thing we've got in this rotation. Yeah, I mean he just is. Di Sclafani, like. You guys trust him? And no. yesterday was better. It was better, but I, still hard contact. You get a little concerned at times, but it, he managed it. He was, he was after fine the yesterday. first couple of innings. Yeah. I thought he did really well. Yeah. Uh, the base running mistake. Now this one. Oof. This is one that's just I like mean, was that my was that my twelve U team or what? It was bad. Like it was wh- bad. what are you doing? Okay, so in that situation, there's two outs. All right. Base running 101. Runners on first and second. Base running 101. When you are the back runner and there's someone in front of you, you always always are cognizant of where that guy is at all times. This thing, put your head down and run, only really truly applies from first, from home to first base. Yeah, that's, yeah. Truly, okay? Every other situation, there's a checklist. And you can go, depending on the situation, depending on where you are, you can go in either direction. Guy in front of me takes full precedent. Don't run him off the bases. What is my bench coach saying? Do you locate the ball? And the last two can go in reverse order depending on, you know, if your back is to the ball or not, right? So in that situation, ball down the line, you're at second base. Okay, you don't see it. You hear the crowd. Pick up your base coach. Are you cognizant of the runner in front of you? You just can't do that. No. No, and Gabe Kapler talked about that. He hopes it's a one-off for Blake Sable. And Blake Sable's been good. No He's been doubt. very good. He's been very aggressive all year. Base it was very it was horrific and it ended up costing him. Like that's just what it did. Especially it co- in that situation. Yes, yes. Especially that bottom of the eighth, two outs. Like you need to tie there. He was looking exactly. to he's trying to do something, but listen, I'm not gonna harp on him and get too angry because he was trying to do a winning thing, but at the same time, this is what plagued the Giants last year. Like so, you don't you hope that this isn't a thing that's going to creep through towards the second half tier and be a sign of things to come? Because well, the the surprising part about the Giants, it's not the offense to me or even the pitching. It's been the consistency and the lack of errors. Like yeah. it's been very good yeah. to see the defense with the Estradas, right? And, and hell, even Blake Sable's been great on the base pass. He's been aggressive, but yesterday it was just a flub. And he hope it's not a sign of things to come. But overall, Shasky. Taking two out of three in the way they did against the D-backs this weekend, the division's right there for the Giants. Like that's what I get out of this weekend. They basically scored. I want to say it's ninety-two to fifty-four, dude, in this homestand. Crazy. I mean, the run differentials, dude, plus forty-five. I think it was that. Maybe that's the the twelve-game span where they went eleven and one they're, or whatever. They're, they're two up back to of the Dodgers in the run differential just in their division alone, and they could be right up there. Look. I... I think they're a really fun team. And I would go to say that this is one of the more lovable Giants teams in recent memory because a lot of fresh faces, a lot of new faces. You can make the argument 
J.D. Davis is a great story. You can make the argument, even though Lamont's back, something's going on with the back. That's a great story. Tyro Estrada is a great story. Brandon Crawford having, you know, not the greatest batting average season, but still making plays defensively and holding off Casey Schmidt. Casey Schmidt kind of taking a backseat, everybody losing their mind. Take a deep breath. There's 162 games of inventory. He'll get his opportunities. Luis Matos, what a great story there. Like, go around the diamond. Story after story after story. Patrick Bailey. Conforto come back. There you go, Conforto. There you go. There's so many different storylines, and it's so fun to watch this team because, you know what? The expectations, sure, make the playoffs. Mm. But more than anything, I just wanted some guys that maybe I could buy their jersey down the line, Shasky. That's what you wanted, right? What's the last jersey you've bought from a pro? Like, Logan Webb? Do you have a Webb jersey? No. Like, that's it. Like, that's like the one player I could think of the last couple of years where it's like, okay, I can invest in this guy. Other than that, eh, Lamont Wade, eh, he got hurt. Yeah. Eh, J.D. Davis, eh, Mitch Hannon. No. But I'm looking down the line. Patrick Bailey, mm-hmm. Luis Matos. Casey Schmidt, mm-hmm. Camilo Doval's the guy. Like, dude, I want to get that guy's jersey. That guy's a flamethrower. Oh, He's going to be fun down the line. Hell, who was it last week? Was it was it Rich Aurelia said that this guy's going to be the greatest closer in the history of the yeah. Giants? Yeah. He said that. Yeah, That's Rich Aurelia. That's not just some schlub. And Saturday he came in. It was pretty dynamic. Yeah. Pretty dynamic. His and then, stuff, man. I don't know if you caught the post game, but you know everybody wants to rip broadcasters at every single turn and say, this sucks, that sucks. Carlos Ramirez was... Uh, He's bilingual, and so he's speaking in Spanish and translating back and forth the Luis Matos interview. That's very difficult, by the way. In real time. That's not an easy job. It was so good for both guys. Like Luis Matos, first big league home run, Carlos going back and forth with them. I I just thought it was really good television, and it was really authentic, and and I truly enjoyed listening to them break that down, because clearly they've developed a relationship. No, well, hell, I I struggle speaking one language on the radio at times. Trying to do it twice and having to have the mental going back through that i could only imagine so shout out carlos well, ramirez yeah, he does a great job another reminder of you know as we talk about Kamingas and guys like that totally when these guys are speaking in their second language can, can we just can we just like seriously like yeah. take a deep breath there is a cultural difference yeah. he's been here for x amount of years yeah okay great you've been in america for your whole life great. like if, a lot of people if, and I, if I move make mistakes if i move to the netherlands and i've been there for eight years you think i'm going to catch up on exactly. all the cultural cues and all the different exactly. stuff from different like there's nuances and levels to not just learning a language there's a cultural aspect that you have to ingratiate yourself with i was just watching brothers in exile last night oh, it was just the 30 for 30 about levon hernandez and El oh, Duque. yeah yeah and I just don't think people understand that when you come here from another country, even if you've been here for a decade, two decades, that doesn't mean that like everything you pick up on everything to your point. It's just I just think we're a little insensitive in general. It's interesting because when you think of the American tourist and other like we are notorious, right? Like, everyone thinks of the American tourists oh, as we're the worst. We're the great example of what not to do 100%. when you're traveling. Loud, obnoxious, I need help. I'm speaking English to in a place where no one speaks English. 100%. I expect you to ingratiate yourself to me exactly. when I go to your country. So it's it's funny when we like to, you know, smash other people coming it, to this country because we're the worst defenders. And I I shun at that. And I love my country. I love being American and stuff like that. So I take ownership when I go to other places and travel. Like, I'm going to try to be the best example for my country. I think we should have some patience with other people coming here at the very least. 100%. 21 years old, Luis Matos, playing in his big 21. God, this team is so young. And his parents so get crazy. denied a visa to yeah. be able to come here to watch him. Like, and, and, and that's layers of, of stuff there. But, like, just be human. It kind of sucks for the yes. guy. You know? Yes. Like, imagine what's going on through this guy's dome. You know? Yeah. Like, and I get it. But... 
That doesn't mean that you, 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 we all got to like be so mean to these guys. They're kids. Absolutely. Uh, weird trans, uh, transition Sorry. here. No, 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 I'm doing a weird transition, but I teased it, so I want to start paying off my teases yeah. because I've been doing a lot of teases, Joe. I'm not paying off, and I need to. Ten years ago today, Aaron Hernandez gets arrested at his house. Ten years ago. That long? A decade ago. Dude, I just remember the wow. the plain white tee, wow. o- over-the-cuffed hands. That whole thing, I put that up there wow. with... With the OJ, the Bronco, the the whole Michael Vick thing with the dog fighting, like I put that up there with moments in time in sports where it's just like that thing escalated so damn fast. Where it was, oh yeah, the Aaron Hernandez getting on a murder charges. Oh, execution style. Oh, they found a gun in the pond near Did his you house. See the Netflix. Doc? Oh yeah, it was that was even crazier. The guy asking for Harry Potter books when he's on trial. 100%. Like oh yeah, I'm fine. Oh yeah, we're all good. A complete then, sociopath. Yeah, it was. Crazy bipolar, yes, completely insane. Yes, I mean, I, I don't the, even maybe the, it's multiple the stuff off the field. Is, his, his him growing up and that is gave, just Belichick gave him fifty million bucks, yeah. guaranteed. They were with him every day, and no one knew. No you one. think you know people, and you just don't. That's the end of the story. You think you know, but you don't know. But what I do know, morning roast is next. They're doing a hell of a job right here. I, Chris Paul, I just hey, he's still a warrior, folks. Has it sunk in yet, I, Joe Shasky? It's the talk of the weekend at Little League Baseball in Millbrae. This will be the talk of the morning roast, 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.